Amen. Last week we ended our series on Nehemiah. But tonight we want to talk about, and this is only a one, you know, message type of thing, but we want to talk about something very important. There's two things that the Lord commanded us to do. He told us to take communion, remember Him, and He told us to be baptized. Now, quick question. How many of you in here have ever been baptized? All right. It's a good show of hands. Now, the question is, when you got baptized, because I know that some people teach when you are infant, you get baptized. But what we're talking about here is we're talking about believer's baptism. Where you have placed faith and trust in Christ and you want to display that for all to see. And a question that also comes to mind is this. When you got baptized, did you really know what it meant? You know? All right? So the question tonight is this is what we're going to look at. Why is baptism necessary? Why is baptism necessary? But baptism is an act of obedience that shows your identity in Christ. That should have been the first slide, Kevin. Why is baptism necessary? Baptism is an act of obedience that shows your identity with Christ. You see, this is how we identify Christ. As we're going to look tonight, it's not just enough for me to say, yes, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. But we must be obedient to what God has told us. In fact, when we think of baptism, even Jesus himself got baptized. And we remember that story. You know, Remember Jesus coming to be baptized by John. John said, basically, look, I'm not worthy to baptize you. You need to baptize me. But here it is. Jesus lets John baptize him, and we know what happens. The heavens open, the dove comes down, and we see just how powerful that God is. God the Father shows up the dove representing the Holy Spirit and Jesus himself. You see, baptism isn't something that we just take lightly as well. You know, a lot of people think that baptism is just an option. But you know what? I'll get baptized if I want to. It's not really an option. It's a command. The first point that I'm going to look at is this. If all I need to do to become a Christian is believe in Jesus and put my trust in Him, What's the point of being baptized? Now let me just say this. For me, when I was about 15, 16, this was my point. I'm already saved. What's the point of me getting baptized? I mean, I'm already, I already know Christ is my Savior. What is the real point of that? You know, because, you know what, I know if I die, I'm going to heaven. But we see, when we think of it and we, and we understand that we are being obedient to God, being obedient to Christ of His Word. That should change everything. The question should be a different way is this. Why shouldn't I get baptized? You know, why shouldn't we get baptized? Why, what is the reason I shouldn't get baptized? You see, I think sometimes in Christianity, we sometimes think, well, all right, I'm saved. Then if I get baptized, I go to step two as a Christian. 
you know what? You either know Christ as Savior or you don't. You know, some people are scared to take this step because that they think, oh, well, this, you know what? Then I got to take my, my, my Christianity serious. I got to take my life serious. Well, you should be taking it serious all the time. It shouldn't matter whether or not, you know, you, you know, believe that this is higher, this is higher Christianity. This is like the second step. You know, I'm on this first step. I'm here. I got saved. Now second step is getting, you know. In fact, as we think of the Bible and we think of the stories, when people got saved, you know what happened directly afterwards? Anyone know? They got baptized. We don't do that. Don't ask me why we don't do it. I don't know. We just don't do it. It doesn't happen today anymore. Most of the time, we, you know, we have baptism classes or other classes, but... In the Bible times, people just got baptized right away. That's how important it is. Second point tonight is this. Jesus commanded us to be baptized. In Matthew 28, verse 18 and 20, it's Jesus' last words when he left there. It said that Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. What was the thing he said to do? Baptize them. You think baptism was an important thing to Jesus? That this was some of the last words that he ever said? The last words? He didn't just say, go out and get some converts and bring them to me. No. Go out and get disciples. But don't just stop there. Baptize them. You see, we need to recognize just how important baptism is. Acts 2.38 says this, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Pentecost, the greatest, you know, one of the greatest, probably, revivals we've ever had. 3,000 people come to know Christ. And this is what, it's, what he says. Come, let them be baptized. The third point in that is this. Baptism doesn't save a person, but it's something a person does to show that he or she is saved. In a sense, baptism saves no one. And that's why I'm saying to you tonight, you know, I don't know what all of you, and you say some of you have been said you've been baptized, and a lot of people say, well, I was an infant, I got baptized. Let me tell you something, that did not save you. That did not save you. Some of you in this room might have just been baptized before. You know, just because everyone else was doing it, that doesn't save you. The only thing that saved you is the relationship with Jesus Christ. That is it. You know, I could go get baptized 50 times and that won't save me. You know, you know, and, I, and I'll tell you this, you know, no one really, you know, I don't know no one's got baptized 50 times. I, I don't, anyone know anyone have been baptized that long? No, no, shouldn't be. Now, let me just say this, because I know there's some people, some people have asked before, you know, I've had, you know, some teenagers before wonder, you know, but when I got baptized the first time, I really didn't know what I was doing. Should I get baptized again? Well, I would say this. It won't hurt you to get baptized again. It won't hurt. Because you didn't know what exactly what you're doing. But when you understand what baptism is, that I am saying to the world, 
that look, I identify with Christ. You see, that's that's what that's why I think that you know that's one reason why I love that. You know, we move away from just the baptistry and go out into the world because we want the world to see that we identify with Christ. It also allows us and it makes it easier for us to keep each other accountable. You know, I could say, well, you know, you just got baptized. You know, you say you identify with Christ. You know, you're a representation of Him. You know, what's, what's happening there? What's going on? A sub-point is, is giving your life to Jesus means letting Him be Lord let him be in charge. It is a life of obedience. You see, this is what we need to understand. Giving your life to Jesus means letting him be Lord. It's not just saying that, you know what? I want you to be my Savior. No, I want you to be my Lord. We just sang forever in. You are Lord. You are Lord. We want him to be Lord of our life. What does Lord mean? Above us. Control us. You see, too many times what we want, we just want fire insurance. We just want Him to be the Savior, but we don't want Him to be in charge of us. You know, we get, we, we're just excited by saying, you know what? I'm not going to hell because I know Jesus is my Savior. That's a good thing, don't get me wrong. But you've heard me say before, the most worst punishment of all when you think of heaven and hell is this. You will be separated from God forever. That's the greatest thing. You could think of the pain, you could, you know, we always think of the fire. But the worst thing is you're not going to experience life at all again. You could be separated from God forever. That's the biggest thing. Second sub-point is this, based on scriptures, is baptism a suggestion or a command? Based on scriptures, is baptism a suggestion or a command? That's a question for you to answer back to me. Is it a suggestion? No, it's a what? Let's all say it together. Baptism is a command. We don't have a choice. It's not a choice. It's not, oh, I, I'll do it when I feel like it. Like I said, I was your age and I, and I made that mistake. I thought to myself, you know what? Man, I ain't got to get baptized, man. What do you mean? I, I Christian. I say, man, I need to be baptized. But for what? But I was wrong. I was being disobedient. You see, this is an act of obedience to God. The fourth point is this. Baptism paints a picture of what Jesus did for us. Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 5 says, What shall we say? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized in His death? We were buried, therefore, with Him by baptism to death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with Him in a death like His, we shall certainly be united in Him in a resurrection like His. You see, when we think of these verses, when we think of baptism, we go down, which represents the death. And we come up in means the newness of life, the resurrection. You see, Christ died for us, but we know He didn't stay dead. He arose. That's what that represents. We put you down in the water. It means death. As we raise up, it means the resurrection. You see, this is very important for us to understand. 
When a person is baptized, he or she is totally immersed in water. Totally immersed. Totally in the water. The word baptism literally means immersed just like a buried body. You know, when a body goes in the ground, what does it normally do? It stays there. It's down the ground. It's dead. That's what we're talking about. When you go down the water, it shows death. It shows that you're dying to yourself. But you have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because again, we go back to understand, baptism does not save us. You don't get, get baptized and then get saved. It's an act of obedience after you get saved. Jesus came back to life and the rising out of the water symbolizes that. The fifth point says, Because Jesus died for me, I am now dead to sin. Because Jesus rose to life, He is able to give me new life. You see, because He died for me, because I died with Christ, because I have a sin nature and I accepted Christ as my Savior, I died with that. And now I am alive in Christ. Colossians 2.11 said that in Him you were circumcised with circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Verse 12. Having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through faith in the power working of God who raised Him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses, the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Him, having forgiven us all of our trespasses. You see, baptism is a picture that I too have died to sin. And have a new life. Jesus did this for me. And I now identify with Him. You see this is the point. We identify with Him. He wants us to identify with Him. This is saying to the world. Look. I identify with Christ. I'm on His team. You know we can wear all the different t-shirts. All the Christian shirts we want. You know to say whatever. You know we have all these cool Christian shirts now. I mean they're like. You know I think we have some of the coolest Christian shirts ever before. Ever printed, you know, they make everything look so cool and fancy and everything else. But guess what? Baptism is when you show true identification with Christ. Imagine for a second, thinking about a t shirt. Imagine this for a second. If I'm wearing a t shirt that said, Jesus died for me and I'm happy to be alive, you know, that's a corny one, but anyway, just to say something, you know, I know there's more fancy one, but I say that. But then I'm on, I would go somewhere and I start cussing and carrying on and, and, and show that. Would you say I identify with Christ then? No. You would be like, huh, boy, I know what he wearing that shirt for. He must get that from somewhere. Someone get that in for free. You know, because he's not identifying with Christ. You know, just like us who, uh, who like sports teams and my friend um, Chris is in the back there wearing a nice 76ers jersey tonight. You know? Anyway. Anyway. He, I, he likes that team. He identifies with that team. That is his favorite team. You know, I like the Bears. I like the Bulls. I would probably wear a Bears and a Bulls shirt. You know? And I know it ain't no Laker fans talking right now because y'all didn't even make the playoffs. All right. All right. Just okay. Let's remember. Listen. 
Listen, the last point in that matter is this. The last point in that matter is this. Because I know some of you are saying, well, Kobe was injured all season. But we not Derek Rose. We not Derek Rose for two years. And we still made the playoffs. Anyway, all right. Now, back to baptism. All right? See, y'all, y'all bought it yourself. Sorry for that. Listen, this picture of what Jesus did for me is also a picture of what I could do for him. You see, this picture of what he did for me is what I could do to him. I died to myself. Now I'm alive in him. That's what this picture is all about. Based on scripture, what is put to death and buried when we give our lives to Christ? Our sin. The power of sin over us. That is gone. That is it. And the last point is this. As I am immersed in water, I am totally immersed in Jesus. When I am totally immersed in the water, I am totally immersed with Jesus. Through my baptism, I am making a public statement that I am a Christian. A person that is totally immersed in Jesus. Totally, everything about me is Jesus. That's what I want. That's what I want. Secondly, it says, people should see Jesus when they see me. Let me ask a question tonight. When people see you, who do they see? They should see Jesus. I want to challenge you tonight too. Tonight, If you've never been baptized, and you would like to get baptized, or you'd like to know more, and we're going to discuss that more in our small groups, you know, the question to me, the question I think tonight is this as well. What's stopping you from getting baptized? You know, what is it stopping you? So tonight as we go in our small groups, we're going to discuss this some more. And if you would like to get baptized at some point, get, tell your small group leader, let them write your name down, and we could talk about that. Because, you know, hopefully, you know, we could have a baptismal service if there are people here tonight that would like to get baptized. I'm not talking about tonight now. I'm not saying we're going there tonight to get, you know. You know, I mean, we could try to do the baptistry up there, but I think it leaks, and that, that would be a good idea. But really, seriously, let us sit and think of that. I want tonight in your small groups, as you talk about this, take this serious. Like I said, there's two things that we were commanded. Take the Lord's Supper. Be baptized. And I know you all are saying, but there's a lot more commandments. Yes, I know. But those are the two main things that Jesus told us to do. So, let us pray. Then we can be dismissed to our small groups. And then we will discuss this some more. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all you've done. I pray that you continue to be on in our lives. I pray that you allow us just to remember, Father, that you are in control of all things. That, Father, baptism is not an option. But it is a command. And we just pray that you would continue to be with us tonight as we discuss this. I pray, Father, that you would just open up our hearts. Father, there is one here who wants to be baptized. Father, they would not be scared. They won't be afraid because, Father, you're not afraid of us. You claim us. Father, you want us to be an example of you on this earth. And we just thank you for just all that you've done. You're going to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.